I beg the government and our employers to step it up, get us the proper protective equipment that we need to be able to do our jobs and stay healthy. That's Alicia Jeffries. She's a nurse in the neonatal ICU at Kaiser Permanente Los Angeles Medical Center. We talked over the phone last week about some concerns she had in regards to her employer. And early in our conversation, one thing became clear. (coughs) Alicia was sick. She says she was exposed to COVID-19 at her work, and she wasn't the only one. We um, had exposure from one from one of the physicians um, who did come to work, and there was exposure to its 85 employees, which includes registered nurses, respiratory therapists, occupational therapists, housekeeping. That includes head ultrasound technicians, radiology, unit clerks. That also includes patients and then visitors, which includes, at that time, it would have only been parents. The command center at Kaiser received the positive test results of the employee on the afternoon of March 23rd. Some people began to be notified on Tuesday, March 24th in the unit. Alicia says that Kaiser, her employer, has not been handling the situation well, and it's putting people at risk. So to this day, I myself have never been contacted or notified by my employer. (laughs) They've never picked up the phone and called me. Employee health has never called me. Infectious control has never contacted me. And I was exposed on March 16th. Out of my NICU nurses that I represent, because I'm a union representative, (laughs) I have a log. There's 26 NICU nurses that were exposed that went out on the 14-day quarantine. Out of the 26, 13 of us, have yet to be contacted by anyone or told that we are exposed to this day. Christina Pascucci reached out to Kaiser. They issued a statement saying, quote, Kaiser Permanente has protocols in place to address situations when employees and physicians are exposed to coronavirus to ensure that we can protect them and others from additional risk, end quote. We'll have the rest of that statement on our website. But according to Alicia, Kaiser isn't following their own protocol. So Kaiser has a policy that they put out. It's called the COVID-19 policy. But it talks about how if you're exposed at work, they're supposed to put you out on a paid administrative leave so that you don't have to go into your sick bank or your vacation hours. That's not being done. They're refusing to pay us. They're supposed to offer us to be tested. They're refusing to test us. They're supposed to be outreach to staff by employee health, infectious disease, and or administration. That's not happening. They're failing. There's deficiencies in all of these areas. So there's tons of deficiencies in the hospital. Tons. Not only are they not protecting us with the gear, once we're testing positive or showing severe symptoms, (coughs) they're not helping us. They're hanging us out to dry. Now, I want to point out that Alicia was tested for COVID-19 and the test results came back negative. However, because of the severity of her symptoms, she and some of the physicians that she saw are convinced that the test may not be entirely accurate. My symptoms got so bad, I had shortness of breath, I had blue lips, coughing chills, low-grade fever that was intermittently coming back and forth. I had, like, tightening of my chest, dizziness. I tested negative, so I did test negative. But there's, like, four physicians that saw me between the emergency room, the admission physicians... You know, than my own physicians that had seen me prior. Out of the four, two of them believe it's all false negative results. They aren't convinced that I don't have it. 
the doctor right there told me, she said, I'm not convinced <laughs> that your results are negative. I'm treating you like you're positive. And they refused to return me to work with any symptoms at all. Alicia knows that at least 26 other nurses were exposed to COVID-19. And while she has the most severe symptoms, some of the other nurses are also experiencing serious symptoms. But that's not the biggest thing Alicia is concerned about. At least 17 of us that have serious symptoms and then the others are asymptomatic. And the problem that I have is the employer is forcing or trying to put pressure on all the asymptomatic nurses to return to the workplace. And if you're hearing, I mean, you guys are reporting it all over the place. They're telling you asymptomatic people are the most dangerous. <laughs> and we work in a neonatal ICU. Are you insane? <laughs> like, in what world do you think that is okay? I ethically and morally cannot tell any of my nurses that were exposed to go back to work before the 14-day quarantine is up. And I don't know how anybody who is a registered nurse can consciously tell their nurses to do that. I mean, we take an oath to do no harm. This to me, that's, you're blatantly coming in and, and asking these nurses to do harm potentially to their coworkers, their patients, their parents, and anyone else that they cross paths with. She says that Kaiser says they're following the CDC guidelines, but Alicia says that's not good enough. The CDC's original recommendations when this began was N95 masks for all staff to protect us. They have lowered their standards day by day by day by day by day because we don't have this. If you go and you look at Cal OSHA standards originally or the World Health Organization standards, those standards are all saying it's airborne. CDC is the only one who has changed it to droplet. So... Who are we going to listen to? So let's go and lower our standards and just go with the CDC recommendations because that's what you feel most comfortable with. Okay, if you can go home and you can go to sleep at night with that, good for you. I myself, I refuse to lower my standards because you as my employer chose to lower yours. I won't do it. There is no excuse for any of these hospitals to not be prepared, and especially the employer I work for, multi-billion, trillion-dollar company. They make $2.9 billion dollars per quarter in revenue in profit in profit why do we not have ppe for the employees and because we don't have ppe for the employees is why this is going to spread because nurses physicians respiratory therapists all the employees that are in the hospitals are not protected who are caring for the positive patients that's why it's going to spread because we're going to get it and <coughs> When we get it, we go home to our families and then our families are going to get it and then our families are going to spread it to other people and it's going to spread. But if we get it, there's no stopping this. Alicia also had one plea for the rest of us to help keep people like her, people putting themselves at risk every day, stay safe. The most important thing is people have got to respect the stay home order. People have got to stay home and protect themselves and their families. This is real. <coughs> this is very serious. You have to stay home. Here's Christina with more. Bobby, thank you for sharing their story. So many people have listened to these stories, similar stories of healthcare workers across the globe that do not have the equipment they need. Despite our leaders saying the equipment is coming by the millions, it still hasn't trickled down to all the hospitals. Our healthcare workers are still on the front lines. They're still exposed. They say, you wouldn't send a soldier to war without a gun or their equipment. Why are you sending us to this invisible war? And so many people want to help. So 
Uh, we have something to offer. I heard this really cool story that I want to share with you guys about a local restaurant in Los Angeles, specifically in Westwood. It's called Emporium Thai. And they're not the only ones doing this, by the way, but maybe this is something you could bring to your local restaurants wherever you are. So this guy, John, he opened the restaurant in uh, March of 2000. In fact, March 16th of this year, it was going to be his 20th anniversary. And that was the same day he had to shut down. And he's been struggling like so many other small businesses and restaurants. However, some locals are really stepping up to the plate and they're ordering tons of orders from him every day that they then have him deliver to the local hospitals. And, you know, he's near UCLA, he's near St. John's, there's just a ton of hospitals in the area, countless healthcare workers who could benefit from this. And it's really a need that they have every day. So we wanted to share that idea. Maybe you could bring it to your community or order from John at Emporium Thai if you happen to be in the Westwood area um, or just give him a call. Another thing we wanted to highlight is uh, just the heroism of these two registered nurses. In fact, they are related to the same story you heard Bobby talk about. They are at Hollywood Kaiser, and they say because they do not have the protective equipment they need, these two nurses want to help their colleagues who are also their friends, people they love, and of course, therefore, protect their patients. We're talking about registered nurse Ileana Bonilla and also Sandra Hankey. They're making 1,400 masks for their workers, their coworkers. They're finding fabric. They're sewing in those HEPA filters uh, into them to try to make almost a makeshift N95 mask. It's not perfect, but uh, it's better than nothing, clearly. And hopefully they'll have the equipment they need soon. But in the meantime, our hearts go out to you. Thank you for the work you're doing. And don't forget to order from a local restaurant and support your healthcare workers. Thanks guys. Thanks for sharing those stories, Christina. We'll be back with more Coronavirus Daily tomorrow. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe to this podcast so it shows up in your feed. And while you're on your favorite podcast app, consider leaving a rating and a review. We'd really appreciate if you also shared us with friends, family, and colleagues, or anyone who you think might find this podcast helpful. If you want to get in touch with me or Christina, reach out on Twitter at KTLA Podcasts or at Christina KTLA. For the latest coronavirus news anytime, be sure to visit KTLA.com. Thanks for listening.